What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. This is our first show of the New Year, so Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the Thursday Gig Worker Rodeo Roundtable. Obviously, uh, might look weird because we're one person short. We're missing a Hannibal. Um, but to my this side, I got it. <laughs> I got Kim's side money plans. <laughs> Down there, got uh, Mr. Gary Middleton, GaryZaps.com. Right down there, got uh, John Dash Theory TV. And guys, I think that's the first time I've ever got it on the, on the first time, <laughs> or even in one this makes perfect the... ever, ever. <laughs> Maybe that's good luck for the new year, I guess. So, and chat, welcome. Thank you for joining us. What's going on, um, chat. Make sure to please hit that like button on your way in, and also, uh, that you're subscribed to everybody here um or the, everybody's channels are in the show notes so uh yeah we got a few different topics here tonight um i want to start off with one that uh is it the one dollar yeah <laughs> i was hoping you'd start with that one i didn't want to touch <laughs> the funny, that one <laughs> the, funny, the funny thing is though you know what i you know what i did though the the same day and this doesn't happen all the time the daily dot also did an article on uh his name starts with an L. I can't remember, uh, but he's gig life, right? I can't. Oh think. yeah, I know gig yeah. Life. What's his name? A Lavaris, I think. Yeah, Lavaris, <laughs> exactly. They did one on him for Instacart. So the same day they had these two articles going, but I love the van one. Van is in my is in my. Uh, he lives in my in my market in Denver, um, but he. <laughs> he's been on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just. <laughs> I'm just like most people know Van, you know, and like he's live a lot. Um, he's if you look like uh, like it's when they talk about it, they're referring to his handle on TikTok is DoorDash Tips too. That's because he's had DoorDash Tips, uh, DoorDash Delivery, and DoorDash <laughs> Tips one ripped down because he crossed the line. He is a habitual line stepper. If you guys have ever seen the Dave Chappelle skit. <laughs> yeah. About about uh, um, Eddie Murphy's brother, yeah, and Rick James. Uh, it's pretty funny, but I always when I hear that now, that's what I think of Van because he will just go, <laughs> nope, like <laughs> gonna do it anyway. But um, it, you guys might have seen this kind of stuff from from him before posted. Uh, he does have a couple videos up where he even shows it on YouTube too. But he is eating people's food. Um, straight up if you tip a dollar he's gonna eat some he's gonna eat your food he's gonna take he's gonna take the rest of his tip out what he thinks he deserves in your food 
And uh, it's not something I would do. I don't endorse it. I don't think you got anybody should try it. However, I, I we all it's, we it's all understand too, the frustration for what I feel, but I get it. Does that sound it right? See, does, does he have like multiple accounts or something, or like because it would seem yeah. that if you're going to do this, that there would be some some consequence of sorts. John, I don't know if you were if you were on the panel when we had Van, but he was. He was in the middle of being deactivated. I, that's what I recall. I, I wasn't on the panel, but I remember watching the stream and talking about, I'm trying to get my account back and this and that. I'm like, I'm he's like, I'll get it back. And I put him in touch with a lawyer in Chicago after the show. Um, I don't know. I really like Van. I just think he's, he's comical, but he, he's very extreme, but he does bring out some good points about, about, the a lot of bad things that go on. He brings attention to the cause for sure. What what I did find even extra interesting about this though was the study that was done again. Who knows how many were truly involved in this or whatnot? But um, I think that we can all give a little credit to the to the TV station WGN in Chicago. Even if you live anywhere in the country, you probably get that channel or have seen it before. It's a nationwide channel, um, but they did a survey. And according to the WGN survey, 80% of the DoorDash delivery drivers that they surveyed admitted to snacking on uh, some of the food that customers have purchased through the app. Um, but there were other, here's how it says it, but there were other confessions made by couriers in the survey. 23% of drivers admitted to deliberately damaging the package item slash items they were hired to deliver. Um, 9% said they urinated on or near a customer's house and 17% outright admitted to stealing packages intended for somebody else. Now think about, think about that number. 80% of people have admitted to snacking on food. Yeah. I feel like I'm just out. That means one of us on this panel have done it. (laughs) Yeah. I have not. <laughs> yeah, Steve, I have, yeah, either. Steve. No, no, well, I, no, I, yeah, but, you know that is. Yeah, I, all I, five I of us were here. Seriously, I really would never. I, I could be starving. <laughs> I'm not going to touch your stuff. Yeah, me either. But the only time it's even come close is when like an order gets canceled, but then it's your food, or it's up to you what to do with it at that point. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, like obviously we're. <laughs> I don't want to call them lowbrow, but they're dealing with some kind of lowbrow crowd here because 9%, so almost 1 out of 10, is peeing on your house, too. That's, just That's so a pretty gross. bad stat to know, too. Yeah, that is. That is. That's actually disgusting. <laughs> but why even take the order? Like, you know, I was the order that's question. coming in. Why even take the order? Just the well, this, this isn't even relating to bad tips, though. This is just DoorDash drivers surveyed. Yeah, this, this <laughs> had nothing to do. It could be a $20 tip. They're stealing right. some of your fries. Right. Well, see, the other thing you see nowadays is much harder yeah. to do. Wow. See, like back in the day, like when I first started dashing pre pandemic, there wasn't all the sealed bags. So, like, right. taxing a fry or two, like, I can see that, like, the bag is wide open. Nowadays, when they got to close it or reopen, it's like, you you really you're really going across that the, line. The, this is John. He driving, looking at the bag, driving, looking at the bag. Just... <laughs> and, and Thomas and Daphne, you're wrong. I would, I would never pee on somebody's house. 
<laughs> but I have, I always put my food in the trunk. So that way it is in a hot bag, it is sealed, it, no smells go into my car, but that's the way yeah. I've kind of always operated. So yeah. I don't know. That's the, how mine's the, set up too. I got to tell you, like I'm on TikTok. I know Kim, you are too. I don't know if you follow Van, but this what he, what yeah. Van puts on YouTube is like if you were p comparing it to porn. It's like soft porn compared to hard porn. Like over on TikTok, he'll tell he'll he'll do whatever. Like when he they closed his last account for some reason, he had got an email that the account was going to be shut down, but it wasn't. He went out in a bigger ball of fire than i've ever seen dude he's like this account's supposed to be closed so might get naked don't he was in his house he's like he's like i'm gonna lace a lot of stuff down though and i'm gonna tell you what's what and i couldn't move i was there for like watching for like 40 minutes and then it got zapped mid screen i was like this is the coolest thing ever a lot of people are like, report, report, report. <laughs> he had his new channel for tiktok up in the corner and oh, it so never it and they didn't even do anything about it. He's like, he's like, this is where I'll be. If you like what I'm doing today, this is where I'll be next. I'm going, well, why don't they just zap that one too? <laughs> Take them both out at the same time. Apparently, huh? no, it's not people. I'm telling you, he has some guts going on. I also think, man, if you're TikTok, don't warn people their channel is coming down. Take it down first. <laughs> True. A lot of this kind of thing could happen, but um, that's why like, would like, happen more. Yeah. Um, and while, and just while, real quick, while we're on that subject, so on, on the, yes, this was posted on Daily Dot, and then at the same time, um, Gig Life was talking about uh, Instacart, and you guys, this is weird because here's, and I like Gig Life. Here's his quote: um, "If Instacart is willing to pay the tip, should we all be removing our tips?" So Shopper claims Instacart paid out the tip after the customer customer tip baited him. So here's what happened is they, he, he had, he had a $10 Instacart uh, base. He had $7 tip. He saw it. He took it right after the order. The seven went off and Instacart gave it back to him. And I was just like, sorry, you know, like, oh yeah, we'll replace that. But here's the deal. Instacart only replaces tips up to $10. So if so, I tip made somebody 50 bucks, I'm like 500 groceries. They're only going to give you 10. 10. Okay, so why why would why would they give it back though? Like if the driver complains, they just automatically give it to him? Yeah, cuz if the driver's taking screenshots and all that, he's right. like, dude, I took it based on this. What's up? They had a program starting out. a couple months ago from what I remember that they're basically telling drivers if you get tipped, if it wasn't basically your fault and Basically, they can prove that it wasn't your fault, that you would get compensated for the tips that were missing from your order. Right? Well, Wasn't did. that a couple months ago? He oh, did. Yeah, this this article yeah. kind of relates to him. Uh, um, he's kind of saying how uh, he, he's basically talking about how why are people why are people even I mean, he was saying, why don't you all tip bait? He's like, because I'll still get my money. You'll get your money back because it's well, that, that's only, only up to ten dollars though. But and that also well, requires the driver to reach out to Instacart and be like, hey, there's nothing wrong. I know, I know. I just I guess his point again, not the route I would take, but he's not as extreme as Van either. Let's be very clear. Gig life is a lot more chill than Van. <laughs> They're both very cool, but um 
uh, he, you know, he's saying like, Hey, this has happened. I get reimbursed. So they're aware that it happens. And I think that I, what I take away and like from this though, is the fact that I already, you know, I don't like Instacart, but here's the thing. If they have to do this, they can't play the tip baiting game and they really got to start being more careful because otherwise this is going to happen. I wouldn't do it, but maybe my moral compass is a little different, but people will start putting in tips and pulling them. Well, I've always thought that the companies anyways, like, okay, you, you remove one tip. That's one thing. Maybe something went bad with that order, but if it's like constantly every single order, they should flag that account and make them call support or email support or something like that. So that way they can't do that. hundred percent. So I, maybe part of my switching people over to dumpling will involve like going up to uh, the Instacart customers and going, Hey, you only tip two bucks, man. Put another eight on there and then cancel it. So I get 10. <laughs> they should have something like DoorDash now has like the signature required and Uber Eats has a pin number for those who claim that they didn't get their order or they're missing yeah. items and or have, like they should come up with some system like that if you do it x amount of time to see they're like you're cut off from having that feature on your app like something to that effect so it literally cuts off habitual offenders from doing that yeah and what gary just put up on the screen kind of goes with what you're saying kim we i've said that a bunch of times that needs to be it because i honestly believe people will stop when it comes to that or the, most people well two things people, happen. people just want the e oh i can just take it off sweet but if you have to call and be and they're like we're just going to record it because we get a lot of people who scam the system um i'm sure you're not mr or mrs whoever but we're just going to record that you need the tip removed and for what reason that alone will get people to not take it back. Well, just because it's more effort. And then the other thing is when you got a call, it's going to be to a call center and most likely you're going to be on hold for some amount of time waiting for somebody to pick up that line. And nowadays, if it's more than five minutes, most people are just going to be like, ah, I don't forget about it. But even if they made a, let's say they made a line, John, that took you right to a voicemail that it just described it. Okay. You want to remove a tip. Um, here's how you do that. This will be recorded. Mm -hmm. We put it into your file. Even that, I believe, wouldn't involve any of their people and still would take a lot of people off that tip baiting thing. Well, no, the reason why they can't send you the voicemails is because after that hour, they process it. It goes through their credit card processor. And then to refund, that's way more hassle than just not charging it to begin with. So trying to do something like that, the amount of volume they have, they would be so backed up. They'd never be able to do that. Well, you could just maybe, uh, you know, just type, you know, you get to it by typing in your order number. Yeah. Uh, what I think they should do, like the, the quickest solution to me right now is don't, don't let them pull that tip away. Give them a credit. That way the actual apps have to eat that amount. And then they would care more about tip baiting. Because yeah. right, like right now the tip just goes away. They don't lose any money. Well, if they, they if that, card is if you call them, I mean, well, yeah, that's if the driver does. But how many drivers do you think are doing that? I would. I'd be. I, I hate it. I, 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 I don't care yeah, if it's two dollars. It's my money. But but see, here's the thing. I didn't. Did any of you guys know it is even possible to call them and make them give you your money? So I did because they sent that. out an email a couple months ago. Yeah, I remember okay. seeing the update. Yeah, yeah. But no, there's a something in the chat earlier that said like Uber Eats and that Sparks do that as well, and I think I agree with that. I don't know who said it, but it was a it was a good point. Oh, do they pay? Do they pay you too? 
Well, no, Uber yeah. Eats, they should do it, but right. Tip Betting is bigger than Uber Eats. Does, does Spark? Tip Betting hap- yeah. Yeah, happens on Spark, but they, but they should. Don't, but they don't pay they don't, you They don't pay you. No, we're yeah. saying they should do that, though. That, that's what I'm saying. The, the yeah. only one that I, that, and I just found out today about, is Instacart. That's the only one I knew that you can actually call in and make them pay you. You yeah. know, so other than that, people could just do this all the time, re- repeat, you know, every single order. And here's $10. Oh, nope. There goes your $10. More of us might not have the answer to this, but exactly, dude. Like once, you know, people start doing this, then they have to figure it out. They're the ones who should have to figure it out. But there are so many videos and TikTok videos, even like just articles out online that tells you how to hack and get free stuff off of Uber Eats, DoorDash. Like there's a whole thing going on about customers sharing this information. So it just goes from one person to another and, they're like, oh yep. yeah, free free food. Oh, I get a credit. Oh, like there's, oh, yeah. Well, the the problem is not the that it's a hack. It's the problem is the lack of integrity of the people sharing the hack and right. people using the hack. And there's right. just going to be a line of integrity that people will blow it or just going to use it. You know, unfortunately. You know, so it's 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 sad that a lot of the the like the stats I was reading with the van article though. So that's just sad, man. That like the, yeah, the customers suck sometimes, but like that all that. That many of us drivers are peeing on houses and eating. Then food. why be a driver? Like they're uh, like. Yeah, I feel like you're just bitter. Like I don't right. know what to tell you, you know. But wait, do you know. think they peed on the houses just to be, dis- you know, spite, or do you think they just really had to pee? And you know, as a guy, you know, as a guy, we'll say that. I hope they didn't have an eye ring camera. Yeah, but what I don't know. I guess I'm just you know. Like, I mean, because I mean, there's been them times that I've delivered like middle of nowhere, and I really had to go, so I just pull off and open my car door and step next to my car door. But to pee on somebody's house? Do you think that was like a spite thing, or they was just trying to hide because they really had to go? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to drop off somebody's food and go. Oh, that's a good spot. And run to the side and when they get their food, they look over and they're like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like a lot of yeah, a lot of places. Do you want to do that? Fifty that's cents tip my butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. I, I, I just wanted. I found that funny. I think that if you guys want to check out Van, even his channels here on YouTube, um, I don't even know what it's called currently. Is it, it just DoorDash delivery? I, I think. Thought but it was. It, it, well, he's had a few. He's had. It, it, it said in an article there. I think it was. What, no, that's uh, his TikTok. Oh, oh, his YouTube. Oh, no. yeah, I'll his YouTube has a couple too. Like his YouTube has one at McDonald's where he's like, "No tip, sorry," and he starts eating the fries. And this is on YouTube. And then he's like, "You know what? I'm still hungry." And he pulls the driving burger out, takes two bites. Driving at it, Take, yeah, it takes two yeah. bites out of the burger. Like you can go put that burger on somebody's porch with two bites out of it. Oh, you also have a side hustle addict, <laughs> apparently, is what it is now. Right. And he used to have delivery driver. Right. And yeah. And he's got he's got one about training too. He's uh Van's right now, Van's really heavy on Facebook reels. He's always trying to get where the thing is, but for some reason he's a like I said, he's a habitual line stepper. Um, <laughs> I mean, if that were to be defined, that's what I—that's what I'm going to think of from now on. But um, so here we are in the new year. I think that uh, I'm interested to know how everybody's market is going. A, I know we're only a few days in. Um, I'm more interested to check in on that, like in two weeks. It's like we're three See, days in, technically. Yeah, you count the first but and second. But 
I think that uh, with the legislative changes, and I already, you know, I've got one pulled up for tonight. We can even talk about a little bit, and it's more just a reference to California and trucking industry. But they got shot down hard, and they're holding strong on that. That's going to be a really bad, ugly situation. Um, but John has an article that he wants to share that I that I, I think is very important because it's the slow time of year in most markets. Mm-hmm. I know some don't get affected, but for the most part, January is not the best month. And uh, people are getting deactivated for no reason. Uh, the other night I was we were talking about uh, I was talking with Ellen about uh, a 90 day deactivation. I've heard this now from 90 10 people. Interesting. It's like a temporary deactivation. So I think I feel like they know they're in the wrong. And they're almost like, yeah, we're squaring this out. Just take a time out. So, what? Why? Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. And and you're not like reactivated in 90 days. You have to call them. It's like being suspended. Yeah, yeah but, like but they say, they say but of. they call it, they'll say on the phone, even the people out of country, it's a temporary uh, deactivation. And it's temporary would make you think days, but then they're like 90 days. I mean, temporary can go a long time. I mean, it can, temporary could be a right, one-year suspension. Hearing, potentially. But, but I've talked to, and so when I heard about this, I, I obviously I reached out to other drivers and stuff mm-hmm. that I know just by text or whatever and say, hey, have you ever heard it? And that, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing back from more than I thought I would, that this is real. Like, this is Interesting. a real thing. Like, this 90-day suspension deactivation and it's it's not all the it's just doordash now does they say i guess what causes this or what triggers well for for it was ellen's dad Mm -hmm. um delivering with ellen and uh her dad got an email that it was remember van's email was something about uh uh fraudulent activity on an account or something Mm -hmm. yeah and when he was on the show it's so his related to that too but it had no details it was like we've We've you're suspect of fraudulent activity, so your 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 account is temporarily deactivated. It doesn't say days; it just says temporarily deactivated on the email. He called, and uh, and they said, "Yeah, you if you call back in ninety days, we can reactivate the account." I know it's the weirdest thing. I even said I even said I said to Ellen I. I, it makes no sense, especially with what's going on legislative and stuff when they're trying to prove independent contractorship because they won't tell you what it's about. It's one thing if they just say you're deactivated. It's another if they're not telling you what it's about, but they're like, hey, just call back in 90 days. Why? What happened? You know, like, what What did I do? And But it's something about, you know, I think that I think more people... I, I, I guess I should say this. I don't know if it forces you to now or what, but on all the apps that you can, you guys, two-factor fa- two authenticate everything. Oh, yeah. Make sure you do it because if you don't, I know that that is one of the main reason- ways that they steal accounts. Oh, yeah, um, I've, I've woken up to text messages from some service at 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not doing that, obviously. So, yeah, But whoever's yeah. doing it, they're not getting in. So make sure you got that two-factor set because it's, it, it's annoying <clears> sometimes. <throat> but you know what? If it keeps your account <clears throat> private, it's worth it. Also, Identity sure, theft is more annoying. Make sure your emails are separated from if you're on YouTube versus your actual accounts. Make sure they're two separate emails because mm-hmm. that's how a lot of people get useful information as well. So try to keep your emails separate. 
I would say take that one step further. Have one email for um, that nobody knows about, basically, mm-hmm. that you use for certain loggings like banking and different things or whatever it may be. But mm-hmm. ultimately, um, an email address that nobody really knows about. So they can't look that up and try to reverse engineer the hack, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like exactly. Like have it be for all your gig apps, especially if you multi-app. Mm-hmm. Go create an email. I don't mind because I have three emails. And then, so I'm using kind of my junk email is the one I use for this one, <laughs> you know, or for not for the, not for my YouTube, but for my apps, I, I don't care. Um, some of the apps I might move over to another thing, but I know that they sell my data. And so I start getting other spammed accounts anyway. So I might as well be in that junk, but that's nothing I associate with anything I do online or anything. So people wouldn't know about that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, however you feel comfortable doing it, I would I, like two factor. I would say get if you only have one email, get a second one. And, yeah. uh, and you know, I've always been surprised that the gig companies don't have two factor as well. You know, just like logins. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. I, but then again, if you, I think about on well, no, DoorDash signs me out sometimes. I think most of the apps, I'm like most of the time, well, I'm pretty much already logged does. in. I think. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have the two-step for me at least. Uber does, but yeah. DoorDash doesn't. Grubhub no. doesn't. No, not no. you know Spark. None of them. So wait, DoorDash <clears throat> doesn't. I just had to reset my password on DoorDash because uh-huh. I never really use it, and I was I was just. Yeah, it's the new year. I was just launching all my apps, and it made me do it. No, uh, it's never asked me for. Yeah. It no, I, me I just checked right now. I can log, log in right now without a. Yeah. Well, I can't yeah. log in. I can schedule myself. Right. Yeah. Did you guys see that uh, Grubhub has a new pause screen? No. No. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can share it real quick. Um, share screen window. That one. Check this out. Huh. <laughs> when did they start doing that? I don't know. I've seen it in one of my groups today. That uh, they started doing this. You weren't filling offers the last time you were on the road. So basically, you're saying you had a low acceptance rate, and so now you can't take new <clears> orders. Yeah, I, I guess I don't. I I didn't have it. And it's too bad you can't respond to these. S- send me a good order so I don't have to right. get this stupid notification. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm going to turn on my Grubhub tomorrow. I'm going to turn on my Grubhub tomorrow and just decline orders all day and see if they do it to me. I worked Grubhub today, and that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know how many they declined, because because I, I know after you decline so many, you know they kick you uh, they kick you offline, or they say, hey, are you exciting? You have to say yes or no that you're still there. That's if you, you don't know? respond to orders. Like, say you right. just let them go. Not that you de- you didn't you decline right. them. Right, and so this one is strictly from declining orders. And so and it, and the, the person that posted it in the group said it was a 10-minute timeout. That's so, what it's, yeah. That's, so I'm, I'm going to check tomorrow. I'm going to decline all day long, like from 8 a.m. till midnight and see, see if they ever give that to me. So the thing that I found interesting about that screenshot, like when DoorDash does their pause, you can hit, you know, one button to resume. Right. You have a timer, but on that Grubhub one, no, I didn't see your, anything about yeah. that. Like you yeah. just, you got a timeout. Sign you out. Completely signed you out. Ten minutes. <laughs> yep. They, they're like, hey, sit your ass over there. Exactly. <laughs> Quiet corner. <laughs> it, it, yeah. should just, it should just be a big dunce hat that comes up. 
<laughs> and see, and the well, clock, the, there's a the big counter. L comes up on there. <laughs> and, and see, I'm wondering, and I don't know if they were on block or off block or anything. They didn't, they didn't post that or not. But and so that's why I'm wondering too if it's like an on block uh, thing, you know? Because because you know if you're on block and you decline so many, then they're like, hey, you declined too many. We're not going to give you your guarantee or whatever, or they'll kick you off the block or something. Yeah. Okay. I've never got a guarantee from a block, but then again, I don't get that many Happened orders. Happened once to me. Really? Yeah. Did you get the guarantee? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I got the guarantee. I was in an hour and a half block. It was a Sunday morning, and I took it because it was a Sunday morning, and I'm like, what are the chances? At least I'll get guarantee pay if I don't get any orders, and I waited an hour and 15 minutes, and the 15 minutes before, they sent me one I think it was one order, completed it, and then they gave me the guarantee pay for the hour and a half, um, whatever the difference was. So, yeah, it was actually pretty nice. First time it ever happened. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Tom, yeah, Thomas is saying that. And I know Ceci, uh, nomadic uh, gig econ mom, she does a lot of Grubhub, too. I think she does primarily Grubhub, if I'm not mistaken. Um you need to check out Grubhub. Everybody should be doing Grubhub, as I said before. They give you all the information. Why would you not do Grubhub? I'm not even going to have a little sound deck thing here, but I'm going to get a cowbell. <laughs> I like Grubhub. I just wish so everybody were looks at their phone, though. I'll do it under the table. I, know, right? I just wish they were busier in my market. That's my biggest issue with Grubhub is they're just not like they don't bring in the orders as quickly mm -hmm. as the other apps do in my market. I think that's my now, I, I did. I, I actually did get an email from Amazon about uh, free Grubhub. They're advertising. They're pushing yeah. it out there. They want that. They want that so, uh, 10 percent. So maybe it'll pick up. Employees that just got laid off. <laughs> they're like, they're reassigning I, I saw people. that today, too. How many was it? 14,000? I think it was 18, wasn't it? Right, from Amazon? Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I mean, they always lay off and then they hire, lay off and hire. It's I know, it's but never, it's never ending. But it's hard to carry employees in a recession. Yeah, it is. It is. That's, so. that's what I'm saying. Everybody's gonna be laying off and rehiring, and and I, I think one of your stories is actually that's actually that's actually that goes too. perfect into that. Yeah, my right. story was about yeah. So the I think it was Market Watch, but they mentioned that going into this year, going into the. Um, the recession year that a lot of people are expecting, they expect over a hundred thousand new gig workers due to this recession. Um, so it's it's interesting because the split was like forty five k for ride share, about sixty k for food delivery. Um, but part of that sixty k mentions like the overlap because people multi app, right? And so you know the big obviously that the causes the layoffs like we mentioned, but also inflation. So a lot of different things, people losing jobs or people you know because of the inflation taking on extra work to make ends meet. So uh, the thing that I found interesting about this article that it was all written from like a Wall Street analyst perspective. So it was looking at it as, okay, um, these stocks are a buy now because basically there'll be less surge, less peak, less incentives, advertising. The companies have to spend less money. The drivers are going to be coming in droves. Um, more drivers, going to be less orders. Uh, so orders are going to wait less. There's going to be not as much, you know, add-on from DoorDash. Uh, new drivers take worse orders. Uh, Lyft, who was mentioned in this article as well, actually since back in November, they're already documenting that they've seen that growth from uh, inflation and recessionary pressures. 
And uh, the big thing they kind of ended it with, and I think we know this, that it's bad for existing drivers uh, because we got increased competition, increased competition, uh, but we got less orders from, you know, the inflation and recession stuff. So ultimately uh, they rated all the stocks as a buy because they're going to be more profitable uh, because they're not spending money on drivers, drivers just coming to them. So that was the big thing. And, you know, it was like, yeah. I think there's it's for us content creators. I think it's a great time for us to educate a lot of the new drivers too, though. So, oh yeah, um, I mean, just like you know, the Steve's planning a lot of things that are changing in the new year, whether it be because of legal changes. And I can even imagine being a driver coming on right now in the midst of all this change. So, definitely a lot of content to create, a lot of education to be uh, educated. I guess. Oh, big time! And I mean, <laughs> you know, and. And these, I mean, these, you know, the newbies, are they going to think that it's that all that great? Like Joe, Joe, we, I was having, Joe was on the panel I was talking about earlier this week too. Um, the pair presents uh, that we do weekly that um, dark road run, that this is his final year. Now he said that last year too. We'll see, but he's been doing rideshare since I started. Now I do other apps now and I really don't do rideshare anymore. Been a, it's been a few years but joe still does in san francisco and um he was he's saying that you know this is this is his last year and uh um you know they like they took his the health care in california used to allow him like i guess it's like the obamacare or whatnot but he was explaining this to me and i don't want to get into too much detail you guys can go watch it if you want to hear the whole thing but um, he was, I said, well, don't you get a, cause I, I mean, I know they do. I'm like, don't you get a medical stipend even as much as I don't like it. I don't like talking about it um, with prop 22. I'm like, don't you get medical stipend with that? And he's like, yeah, but if you do, you have to buy private insurance and then I'm paying more than the Obamacare that I can get through the state. Hmm. I'm like, so it does literally nothing. And he was like, yeah. So, you know, I, I kind of found that interesting because I thought that was a perk that they were giving to drivers. Like, hey, we can get you. But it works the other way around. But actually, it's going to cost you more to probably just get the same exact as Obamacare through the state. And you're just, you're, you're going to think they're paying something. And I don't know what back-end deal they got going. But um, so I want to whip this story out real quick just because it is quick. But on January 3rd, which was Tuesday, um, Secretary uh, of Labor Marty Walsh and Dep Deputy Secretary of Labor uh, Julie, Julie Sue hosted a roundtable at the Port of Los Angeles. Now they had um, the discussion included Universal Trucking, Sea Logic, TTSI, um, Pacific Nine, and members of the International Bro Brotherhood of Teamsters, Local 848 and the port of Los Angeles officials. And in here they stated, and it's on the, it's on the department of labor's website. So um, you can go in there and take a look, but they state that uh, participants highlighted the importance of improved pay benefits, training and job stability that uh, will come with employee status and collective bargaining. They are doubling down on AB five and now they're going to take it out on the truckers, which is something they've stayed away from but they are pulling the plug. So like I said, the new year, and we will keep talking about this because already I talked to Kim Cavan too yesterday and she was telling me about things that already started in Massachusetts, but we won't even touch on that until next week because I barely understood what was going on. But this is already happening. This is going to cause a huge problem 
we already aren't back to complete uh, supply chain maintenance. We got road issues. We got railroad workers on the on the verge who belong to a union, but we're told they can't strike. Um, that's a little weird to me, guys. Like, that's why I, that's one of the reasons I don't like unions. I mean, I know, but Biden said, hey, you can't strike. Why are we paying union dues? You know, these guys are getting yeah. pissed off. Well, now at this table, a lot of those names you probably didn't re recognize, but the ones that should come through are the Teamsters, Local 848, and the Port of Los Angeles, and the fact that they have the Labor sec Secretary there. By the end of this thing you're reading, it's it basically... Um, so here's, here's the final paragraph and it's short. The labor department appreciates the efforts of these companies, workers and union, uh, and union, uh, have made to improve job quality and security for port of Los Angeles truck drivers said, uh, Marty Walsh, who is the, uh, labor secretary. So, uh, through partnership and shared values, we can create better jobs and more stability in our supply chain. I don't think so. I think you're going to cause a huge problem with su supply chain because half of the truckers are independent. They're so not going to just go, whatever, Marty, we'll be on the union now. These are 30-year veteran truckers who probably started off in a union. They know better. There's no chance they're going back. So, I mean, we already saw some, somewhat fighting in California last year, like when they just even were discussing it, there were independent truckers taking their 18 wheelers and blocking the ports. And there was, so there was some like legitimate protests that actually makes a difference going on. Like, no, and they were yeah. stopping the union trucks. So there was some stuff about to go down. If they think that just because it's January now in 2023, these guys won't fight just as hard. I think they'll fight even harder. I think they've oh, yeah. had it with this crap. Of course they have. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm blown away that this exists on as a document on the DOL website. On the government DOL website, this exists from January 3rd this year. It blows my mind. This seems like early last year BS that everybody hated and was really hurting everything. Well. But here we are. Now they're making, they're like not doubling, only doubling down. They're bringing all the heavyweights and to, to reinforce how well AB5 is going. Really? Well, I got a whole bunch of people that would love to talk to you in California about how well the AB5 is going. Now, again, guys, AB5 doesn't just reflect the on demand app based gig economy. In fact, it's such a small portion of it. In fact, it's more traditional people that are getting hurt. But I mean, the fact that they're coming in there and going, this is the best for, for the country. Really? Because everybody I know that was touched by AB5 is out of business. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think that, um, you know, it's no longer election year. You know, it's uh, people are uh, kind of taking what they were holding back on and they're trying to go for their gusto, trying to get everything they can in uh, before the next cycle. Before yeah, they, it, people it, start it, paying. You, you hit on it, John. That It is that time. It's like, when you right after you pass the two year term and you're in your third year, it's like, isn't that the I think they say even that's the, the third year is where you get all your work done, right? Like when you're yeah. elected, you come in, the first year is like nothing, it's like getting your administration together. The second yeah. year is like still trying to configure things, maybe a couple small changes, arguing with the House and Senate. But the third year is where you really push what you want and try and get it through. Yeah, because usually, the fourth year you're campaigning again. 
Exactly. I mean, the, the first, I mean, to say it's for presidents more so, but your first term is just about getting reelected the second term. The second term is when they do all the, the work usually. Yeah. Yeah. And so first time you get to blame everything else on the previous guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, you know, somebody once told me that that's a reason why some people even vote, not even maybe knowing about who they're voting for just to keep a candidate in office for the second term because they feel like maybe more will get done because I mean, that guy doesn't sense have to logically. go through all the intro stuff. But I'm, I'm like, dude, you cannot vote that way though. Come on. No, no. Like, <laughs> you could be keeping a really bad person. <laughs> it's like, just wait, just wait, give him four more years, give him three more years. It'll turn around. I promise. It's like, no. It's um, yeah. I see the, Hey, what's up right here. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I missed you, Rick, when you were in town. I know that I actually, I know that you didn't make it to Denver. You only made it to the Western slope, but it would have been nice to see you. But, uh, um, AB five was nullified by prop 22. Actually prop 22 carves gig economy workers out of AB five, AB five in no way is nullified. AB five is strong taking every business out. I have a friend who has a nonprofit opera house, in Santa Barbara, and she put on one show last year and got fined thirty-five thousand or something, whatever the twenty-eight thousand. It's that's what it is per incident crossing the AB five line. So, and she's a not she's a she's a she's a legitimate state certified nonprofit opera house, and even a nonprofit took that kind of a hit for having one show. So that's crazy. That's insane, actually. That's and a lot and, of and the freelancers that I know who are cartoonists or, or you know, like especially press, press took it hard, um, you know, the way that that breaks down. But yeah, AB5 did, Prop 22 did make it so that, because when, when AB5 hit, the first thing that happened, just quick, quick thing is like, who do you think, what do you think happened? So immediately doctors, lawyers, um, that kind of stuff, they are independent contractors. Do you think that they were affected for a minute? Mm -mm. They just said, by the way, that's not going to touch us. And so they got a carve out. So if you really look into it, it's it's not even AB5 anymore. Lorena Gonzalez's legislation got so mucked up that they had to rewrite it and call it AB2257 because they had to make like 60 carve outs. And so it was like so redlined and junked up that they had to rewrite the thing and make it look clean. So, yeah, but Prop 22 fought for the gig workers and got them out of it. But that's the original net was supposed to be cast over the gig workers. They were the ones supposed to be affected, and yet it put every independent contractor out of business. So, yeah. unless you got a carve-out. Some people got carve-outs. Um, so, and I, I found it funny that, like, uh, in the last group of carve-outs, because the way the carve-outs works, makes, it'll make sense to you guys. So they would take, like, as a group got bigger and was making more noise about, listen, we're, we got to remain, they'd say, that group's too big, get them carved out, because they didn't want that group merging with another group and getting mm. too big, where they were actually making a difference. So, so they that, start getting that bargaining power and they get too big. Yeah, so if, and then, like, all those people who were in, like, forums and groups and stuff who were helping to try and, like, stop this, they would just disappear because they got the carve out. Ooh, yeah, you know, man, why, like, why complain if you got what you wanted? Because it, <laughs> it was like no longer my problem. Plan. Yeah, like, I, I, get problem, it. Not mine. <laughs> I know, but I mean that—that's why doctors and lawyers, everything were the first to go. Well, yeah, lawyers yeah. were probably the first, and dude, I mean, the yeah. lawyers would have broke you, that thing down. I mean, dude, lawyers are like, I'll, I'll, I'll file a thousand lawsuits today if I'm not <laughs> yeah. carved out. 
Like, yeah, this will never happen. It'll be injunction. Yeah, doctors are like, well, we just won't work. And you got to have doctors. <laughs> right. Like, uh, like I'll give an example. Not So not only doctors, but like anesthesiologists are, are doctors, right? That you would right, call them yeah. a doctor. But they had to be separately carved out. And they weren't that big of a group. But there isn't a... a there isn't a W two anesthesiologist. They all work for multiple hospitals. It's it's right. weird. I don't know. There's not, as far as I know, there's not. There's no like anesthesiologists who are who are employed by the hospital. So I figure they're not. They're not needed. Well, I think they're the they're they're employed by an agency that works with multiple hospitals. I right. They get deployed to wherever so their surgery they're, they're, is. Yeah, they're W two for the agency. But the agency is basically contractorship with the hospitals or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which know. makes them not technically employees of the hospital. Right. And every doctor that's a specialist who breaks off right. is an independent contractor. I mean, like, this was just a nightmare mess, you guys. And uh, But now here we go. And there's already things going on about the gig economy in Massachusetts. There's even... Kim, when I was talking to Kim uh, Cavan, she was even telling me about uh, Pennsylvania, which I thought we were just going to be talking about Minnesota and uh, Massachusetts, which changed, and Pennsylvania didn't. But she didn't have anything on Minnesota, but she was already starting to tell me things about Pennsylvania that are going to change. And I was like, I thought that didn't happen. She's like, it didn't, but they're just going to—they're doing their thing, and they're just going to make it happen, and everybody can suck it, kind of thing. You know, it's like it, this. It's so weird. This Massachusetts thing had me livid that they let these companies campaign for like a, top, a, a prop 22 last year, spend money. And then they were going to have it on the ballot, just like California did. And they voted. California voted three million uh, more votes to yes on 22. And they were going to have the same thing in Massachusetts. And then, then they pulled it off the ballot after they spent millions. And they said, no, we're not going to let them vote on that. We're just going to do it. So you have to so, be knew that they weren't going to get the vote their way, though. That's why they did that. Yeah, I mean it's it's just it's just crazy, man. I I honestly like there's a, there's going to be a lot like John, what you were saying about onboarding people, like you know if even just not a hundred thousand, even just tens of thousands coming to the gig economy with everything going on and with all this, that, and the other, it's gonna. I mean, it's 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 not going to be good. <laughs> It's this will get better and better because they don't let anybody on. <laughs> well, that's the thing that might be the, the new wave for the uh, experience people. Go to the, the 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 apps that have a long wait list that we waited our time on and we're on now. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, I see. Music City uh, Gig Hustler in here, and uh, we did a we did a um, and we had Xander uh, from California too on a, a Curry Viho thing that we did this week uh yesterday or the day before and uh and it was a really good one too but uh you know we were talking about get on the wait list ones get you know we were talking about last mile stuff where it's like get on all of them have a wait list right now that i know of in most markets freight dispatch vho curry they're all wait listed but get on them because it's almost a sign of good things if you're on a wait list it's like, it means the app's good that's true you know, it's all, I can't say it all the time, but I feel like it is. I feel like, cause I literally, I can't remember what it was that I onboarded to. I mean, it literally was like a week ago too, but I, I onboarded to something that did the normal, like, okay, we're going to run your background check, you know, check your email within 24 hours. And I'm not kidding. As I closed the app, 
I got the thing saying, okay, you're, you're good. I was like, dude, impossible that you ran a background check. That was eight seconds. They're like, oh, we just need the help. No, believe it, believe it or not, they, some background checks run pretty quick. Or they do uh, yeah. conditional. I think I think they, they just they put you, you on and then, then they run it. Yeah, or they, and if it comes back bad, then they deactivate you. But conditional. I know there was a. I forgot what job it was, but one of my old jobs, they did that. That was one of the hiring processes that they do. Instant job offers. If you interview well, they would job offer you on the spot. And uh, then if something like your drug test or whatever came back bad, then they'll terminate you. But you got, you got a job that day. You walk out of the interview. Yeah. At a high turnover rate as well, but I think they're not related. Yeah. But I mean, like, okay, but then, you know, you got to talk about the stability of the W2 world too, because honestly, we were breaking right that down the other day. And it's like, you know, like I, when I was, when I was talking to Joe Dark Road Run, I was like, I was like, well, where are you going? Because <laughs> for him, if it's in the movies, totally makes sense but if he's taking a w2 because he doesn't feel like rideshare is doing it right now then i have to question well dude honestly like you're gonna lose the flexibility and how sound we all agreed after we started talking about this that the old model of like a w2 and getting that and like being a lifer at a company and, and going up the ladder and like being with that company for till retirement doesn't exist I mean, well, that's it's not even that nowadays. It's not. It's not financially intelligent either, because you get the most money now from switching companies. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how you make your money is to keep. I hate to say, keep switching companies that are yep. going to keep paying you more and help keeping you climb the corporate ladder. It's just unfortunately the way of the world at this point. Right. But but even before that though, it's always been about the corporate ladder. But I mean, it wasn't that long ago. We're sticking with one company. You could do that. And they, always, yeah. I mean, they would even they would promote that. They wanted you to spend your career with them. It's we're only one generation off of it. I feel like that was generation up to generation X, and I think the millennial happened in hey, this generation, and then yeah. yeah. Watch it there, John. <laughs> that was That's millennial. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, watch it there, John. <laughs> I'm just saying. Can we can we go to her article now? Because I yeah, just yeah. Let's start let's, reading it. I I want to know what it is about now. But the, yeah, the, we're gonna. <laughs> Gary's yeah. excited, and so am I. Because you guys, you ever heard of Air Burgers? They're really it good. Okay, so talking right about okay, so we talk about crossing the line a little bit. I think this is tiptoeing over the line. So a, another TikToker um, decided to do an experiment and with McDonald's via DoorDash, they wanted to see if they ordered a burger with literally nothing on it, whether they would actually get an air burger. So literally, not like they literally took away everything, including the bun, the burger it literally has nothing on it. And they placed the order. It was after fees and everything. It was like $10. And he quoted himself that if he gets this air burger, he was going to lose his, I'm not going to curse on your show, but um, sugar, honey, iced tea. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> and lo and behold, he got delivered in air burger. <laughs> McDonald's literally sent him a container with nothing in it. <laughs> but this is kind of the messed up part. And this is the part that I absolutely do not agree with whatsoever. He made 
some driver in a snowstorm go to McDonald's, pick up this burger that doesn't exist and drive it to his place. That's the part. Like, I am like, no, like, wait for at least a sunny day if you're going to do an experiment like that at the expense of the driver. So that I was not okay with. But this guy literally got an air burger. I, I, I'm kind of laughing because I kind of see it from McDonald's point. This idiot decided to do this. Well, I'm going to give him what he ordered. So here you go. Well, let's <laughs> be honest, I, guess I know they have different packaging for different things, but if you're getting something in a cardboard box from McDonald's, like one of the sandwiches yeah. in a box, let's be honest, that costs more than what you're eating. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for sure. The packaging of, of a McDonald's burger costs more than the food. <laughs> so the other thing I found interesting about it is uh, cause, like I watched the TikTok. He made him hand it to me. <laughs> yeah. He wanted someone to deliver his air burger to his hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess the other question is, did he tip? They, that, you that's know, what, I was that, trying to find that too. No, no, I, I looked at the TikTok. The article, there was a the, actually, the guy who wrote the article, I felt like got mad at the very end because he's like, I really hope you tip the driver after you made them go out in a snowstorm. <laughs> it was a $2 <laughs> tip. Other, yeah. 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 The, the caption of the TikTok says, Only now realizing we sent these girls through a winter storm for an air burger. <laughs> that's what the caption of the TikTok says. And of I course, want... as a, uh, oh no, oh no, stupid! I hate that stupid song. You know, now, now, what if that becomes like a thing? They're like, I want to see if I get an air burger. Like, now you're gonna get those people who steal your food. Why would you waste your money? Just like, eating it though, and then bringing you an air burger, which is nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's what you ordered. Well, we can what get what does it matter? Open up the package <laughs> and see. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, could you imagine if Van did that? If he did a TikTok and he's like, I'm going to eat this. Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing in the package. I would ask for an air burger with, with like, just a, even if I don't normally use it in a condiment, like air burger with ketchup, just because I want to see floating ketchup. Floating ketchup. Ketchup and pickles. And if it's just all over the bottom, I'd be like, dude, there's no air like burger here because it would have stopped the ketchup. Well, I do like pickles, so can I just order everything and, I mean, put, put nothing on it except for pickles and get, like, a box of pickles? Yeah, yes, but you should see that, but you should also see them floating because there's, it's on an air burger. Like, that Open might be a pickle? complaint you could have. Like, dude, I don't think you put the air burger in because the pickles are on the ground. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm looking at now. He gave a $2, $2 tip. Wow. For, for someone going out in a snowstorm. In a snowstorm. He definitely paid more in fees because I think there was like a $10 order. The burger was like $2, tip was $2. So he paid like $4 for the food. Yeah, the $6 burger was, the fees. Yeah, so the burger was $2. Delivery was $2.99. Service fee, $3. Small order fee of 15 cents, it looks like. Or maybe that's tax. You should at least order two, $12, so at least he gets rid of some of the fees if yeah, you're a Dash yeah. Pass holder. <laughs> it would have been smarter to order two air burgers. Right. Two air burgers. <laughs> no, fees. mess them up. Order one regular burger <laughs> and one air burger. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I was looking down. The, I, there's a couple articles I wanted to get into, but I want to wait on the mental health one because I want Hannibal to be here. Not that he's mental. 
but Hannibal talk has talked about that subject a lot. Really? <laughs> we, we don't have the crazy person on the panel. We're gonna have to postpone that till next week. <laughs> oh, poor Hannibal! <laughs> we know, he's he's, he's dove into that stuff, and you know, I, I wanted him to be here for that one. Um, but I do still, I do one. I think the last one we should talk about is that. Um, is this uh, DoorDash doing like an Uber Connect now with UPS, uh, USPS, and um, uh, FedEx? So they're doing returns, and they're also doing like shipping. And it said, but there's limits. And so I was like looking at the limits going, okay, what are the limits? So it's each thing can only be 30 pounds, but you can have 10 of them. So, okay, I want to know if people would take these and then i want to know as soon as any of you guys in the chat or anybody on this panel ha has this in your market i want to i want to know what these are paying i have it in my market i did a video on it okay well i missed it how is it does maybe it pay watch your it... channel steve maybe you watch your channel bro. <laughs> i actually Kim, not to be mean to other people Kim's the one of the channels that i watch so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try, you know, we just can't watch them all. I, I, but, but was the pay good? Was it one package? Was it? No, I, yeah. I have to go back from what I remember. I think it was like $9. I think it was like $9 for 12. I did a short on it. it that was, was for the packages. I think the return part is the new part. Like now it's. They'll do returns from Christmas what, and stuff. Was yours it's the same picking... thing? It's still a, it's still a package going to you USPS or FedEx yeah, or it's yeah, the same. Is it, is it done? Do they have it? Because I read that they want it taped, but then what I was reading other things they want, they were like about a QR code stuff. I never saw that you have to put a postage metered thing on the box so like it would be done for you to just go drop it off. I personally didn't do it so the order was not worth the miles were more than the dollar amount that i do remember i don't know the exact specifics Kim, i would have you to should go have back done it for, should have done it for content well like i did an uber connect one <laughs> and it was once, something and that crazy was... though i think it was like 12 miles it was something crazy i think it was like nine dollars for 12 miles or something like that it was something <clears> a little <throat> crazy but at the time i think it was like a week before christmas and i'm like there's no way i'm standing at the post office because it was a package pickup to go to the post office. I'm like, there's no way before Christmas I'm standing in line at the post office to drop off this package. Um, so did you, was it a pickup from the customer? Yeah, you pick it up at the customer's okay. house, and then you deliver it to, uh, it was the post office. I know some post office have like that section for prepaid packages, like that drop, you can just throw it in that little, like a, it's like a big laundry basket. I'm trying to watch this stupid GIF and see if there's a, a place for a tip on there. Because, like, you That's know, it has, like, a flat fee and things like that. And so I'm trying to watch it, like, you know, you can't pause this stupid thing. And so I'm trying to see if there's a spot for a tip. Because if not, then none of these are going to get delivered. It came well, no, up yeah. as soon yeah, as no, I opened no up my actual tip. personal DoorDash account, not my driver app, like, if I were going to order food today. I actually opened it up and it, it like it popped up on my screen and it says UPS, FedEx and something else now available for returns in your area. It's the first thing that you oh, see really? on your screen. Yeah. Let me see. I'm, I'm, log on. I'm doing the same thing trying to see if I have that availability in mind. I don't have anything to return, but. 
Yeah, I don't either. But I mean, oh, wait, wait. Like, I see a package of steak. Hold on, let's see if this works here. <laughs> it works. It just pays. At least if I can show this on doxing myself, I guess. Let me ask Sid that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I so, oh, UPS, UPS, FedEx opens up at uh, eight thirty a.m. tomorrow. Nine a.m., eight a.m. Okay. Okay. My mine apparently doesn't have it. I don't see it on my DoorDash account. I don't. Okay. Know whether... So. By the limits of the article, though, I could, I could. Steve, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to, I'm gonna send it to you. Hold on, I'm gonna send it to you, Steve. Hold on. I, I could, I could, I could technically, if I was wanting them delivered, I could take 10 30 pound packages and call and have one of you guys come pick them up. Like I hope that pays correctly. I hope that pays correctly. You know, like what if five are going to USPS, UPS, and then what? What if you're like. Oh my God! Just even going to one of those is giving me a headache. Yeah, I just sent if, it. If everything I just sent it to you guys. Yeah, I see it here. It's at the very top of the app. It says packages. So let's say yeah, the they, first package it, is free. Yeah, but after that, it's a flat fee of five bucks per package. See, mine says three dollars. I just sent it to your, your phone. Okay. <clears throat> What if it's market dependent? Because you said yours says five dollars and mine says $3. yeah, mine mine says five dollar pickup fee, yeah, flat fee. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screenshot mine to the chat real quick. And, but but there's no tip line. Oh, did you go through it? Oh, let me see. Let's have this here. Yeah, like add a box. Uh, All right, go to the next one. That's interesting. That's a flat fee, but uh, oh, you know, cart. I have oh, something yeah, I can mail. There's there's no tip. Okay, here we go. Here's Kim's. <laughs> no soup for you. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like mine's a flat fee, but whenever you do it, okay, have a shipping label or QR code. Okay, so you right. do need it correctly boxed, weighed. I mean, who's gonna do this? I mean, like, most well, people... Amazon and all them—they give you a return shipping label already that has all that information. Oh, right. So I see that. Okay. So if you have Dash Pass, it's three dollars. <laughs> apparently, if you don't have Dash Pass, it's five dollars. Okay, I don't have Dash Pass. I don't use it. I don't know how I have Dash Pass to be honest, but I get all the discounts. I'm not asking too many questions. I don't know. I, I I'm not into this thing yet. I I still think Uber Connect is the same thing as uh. But see, like, there's no tip line. There's no no way to tip anybody. No, you can't so, tip. You're so, right. So, so I'm curious how the pay is going to be on these packages. Is what I'm more concerned about. Not not the amount of pickup because. I mean, it's going to be something that was shipped from Amazon or something like that. So it's I doubt it's going to be like. So no, you 10, can't 10 30 pound boxes. So, so you can't I know, tip. but if but it can be so if it is, I sure hope that you are making five dollars on each one. And I just feel like you're not gonna. Well, I, I don't think you're gonna make five dollars on the whole order. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna like, send this guy to the chat, but don't post this because that's 300 pounds, 10 yeah, boxes. Like, I, I don't think that they're gonna send it to anything. Yeah, I just don't. I mean. Like, cause we know, we know DoorDash operates off tips. They don't, they don't give away money. So unless UPS, FedEx or whoever is paying more, there's no way DoorDash is giving up the money. So that means whatever, whatever the customer is paying, the driver's going to get a portion of that and there's no tip line. So yeah, they're going to be crappy orders. 
Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm still not sold on this space. But I still it, remember it, too it, much so about the, you know, and you guys, ridesharerodeo.com. If you go there, I've always told you that's what, all the news is up there. And if you just search on the website, like Uber Connect, you'll see some really older ones from the Bay Area. And I think the avatars or the the, uh, the thumbnails for the articles, there. I know there's one that shows uh, ten, dirty tennis shoes in the back of a trunk. That's a really good article to read. It's from a few years back. Um, it's about smuggling cocaine and how the gangs were doing it. Um, and just using them for, you know, using Uber Connect drivers for 30 bucks to do all their, their work. So... John, I'm looking at the image you sent. So where did you find that tip line? So that's after you – you have to go through basically almost to the end of the process, right before you um, oh, are about submit. to submit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I had to, like, accept the coach's stuff. And that's okay, so, thought, so yeah. there is a tip line. He just sent us an image. We can't share it because it has his address on it and phone number. But That's, <laughs> like, all my information. <laughs> yeah. He talks to me. He shared that. So, so we, can't, we can't show you that, but there is a tip line on there. So that's good, I guess. But how many people you think are going to tip for you to pick up their package? It depends. I'm probably not many, honestly. Yeah. I think the same. Well, then again, let's think about this. Who's going to use this? It's going to be people who are busy. You probably, I don't know. I, I want to I know too, John, or either of you guys that just looked, did it have a forced field for which one of the three it's going to? Or could I be sending yeah. Gary a package? It no, no it, it forces you to send it back to a facility, by the way. Like okay. one of the three, okay. like US, right. yeah, FedEx. Yeah, it, okay. it's not like it's not like the Uber Connect where you can okay. send it to wherever. No, this it's predetermined locations that it's going to. Like I, I selected uh UPS on mine and it told me the closest drop off facility was two point four miles away. So okay. that's where the it was gonna go to. But they was gonna charge me five bucks. Unless the driver keeps it, dude. How many drivers do you think are going to keep this stuff after the survey we talked about earlier that people are pissing on your houses? They're stealing your packages anyway. They're taking that package, I'm sure. I mean, do you think I guarantee like half the drivers doing that sketchy stuff are cutting it open enough to see what's in there? Well, the thing is, if if it's if it's something sketchy, (laughs) two things. If you're returning it, it might be broke. (laughs) Why would you want to steal it? I don't know. Like, I, I think there's a I, lot I'm of returns more, that aren't broken, though. I'm, too. Think, I'm thinking there's more Amazon drivers that steal packages being delivered than there will be ones stolen from returns. Because returns that's, mean broke. And that's the well, other that's thing, too. Returns you see like, those pictures like, from LA and other cities where like the Amazon returns are like on the side of train tracks just everywhere. Like okay. the Amazon doesn't even want the returns. Well, no, they don't. It's like yeah. we're just gonna throw them away. So yeah, <laughs> like, they, they half the time they do. <laughs> you know, because it's already paid for. So it's like, what are they gonna do with it? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Isn't that where those people do like the uh, the the reselling, where they get all their returns and like the markdowns and what drop the shipping, and all that stuff, and then they resell it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the drop shipping thing. Yeah, but some somebody or, or, makes money off of it yeah. again. Wasn't that, uh, oh God, what's the, there was that app for a while, uh, Point Pickup. Wasn't that kind of, that's still a thing. Point Pickup, though, for me, it's like usually grocery pickups. Oh, is it? It's like the next, it's like after everybody else doesn't take it, then it goes, it's below Instacart. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like everything else, and then it's there. (laughs) Instacart lets you tip up to $10. And not have to pay for it, and they'll pay for it for you. Yeah, that's your that's your new favorite app. I'm gonna start oh, using Instacart. I, 
I hope I'm still oh, active man. on this platform. I need to double check just, that. Just tell the driver whenever. Uh, uh, tell the drivers whenever they deliver to you. Don't worry, I'm taking the tip away. Just call them and tell them to give it back. <laughs> <laughs> I see that Josh. I, I, I just I, guys. I have been off keeping up with the chat, but I just saw Josh as he. I just I, my dumpling is actually going pretty well. I'm going to talk about it next week. We'll wait for the basket case to get back so that we can talk about the mental story too. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> We love you. <laughs> See what happens when you miss? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Josh, you know, I actually started out doing Instacart. Like back when they were a good app. Yeah, like, I mean, that, I don't that's, know. that's before most of you guys even heard of gig work. <laughs> Honest, uh, I was I was on a uh, so Lou and Mary Long Island Dash experience. They have a, a members only part of their channel now, and I joined their members only stream this week on like Monday. And uh, Random Ryan was on it. That's part of I've I've, I've seen Random Ryan in all of our chats and stuff, but I I've never seen him in person or whatever. He's a really cool guy, but he was. He was almost like I was driving and I was on my way home and I was watching the stream and he's like, I wish Steve was in here. He goes, cause I want to tell him why Instacart rocks. And so I stopped the car and I typed to Lou. I was like, Lou, I'm 10 minutes from home. I'm like, you tell him to wait. I need to hear <laughs> that. So I hauled home, got on the stream and, uh, he, you know, he, again, was just kind of, we were talking about, I mean, we were at absolute 180 of each other on our markets for Instacart. Like I, I showed him every offer that I have saved on my phone, which is pretty much any time I ever look and he wouldn't have taken one of them, but he take, all he does is work Instacart. That's crazy. Cause I've, so I've his market, he's that. like, dude, I kill it with Instacart. Well, we, we know every, every app is, I know, but I don't hear kill it much with Instacart. I mean, I, I know people that do Instacart full time. Do they say, do they use the words kill it? Oh, I mean, they pay their mortgage with it, so I'm <laughs> guessing they're doing okay. <laughs> they're mean, not seeing the same offers we see if they're paying their mortgage with it. I'll put it well, now, now, I will say in my, I haven't tried to do Instacart in my market since 2016. It's just, I'm not a shopping type of person, so I haven't tried to do it since then. You know, now, I mean, I've, I've turned it on and like I'm talking to Steve, you know, I've turned mine on and everything and I've seen some decent offers come through, but I just, I'm not a shopping type person. They don't give me the distance that I am to the re or to the stores. So unless you know exactly how far away you are from something, you know, the payout might not be very good. So, yeah. you know, I, I think if they, if they would reconfigure their app a little bit and give a little bit more information, they they probably probably would have some decent offers. Yeah, probably not for Steve because no matter what, he's gonna say they're trash. Well, I'm gonna. Hey man, I'm at the point. I'm gonna start taking them. I got I got everything ready. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I think the last time we talked about this, I looked it up. I think the last offer I took for Instacart was actually in like 2017 or something. So it's been a long time since I've done that. I mean, I told, I think I told all of you guys, but I know I told Gary, I did, I did take one Instacart order because I was testing out the waters about like, cause really all I'm going to want to go after is the big fish. I don't want people who want me right. to go to 7-Eleven for four items or to even 20 items from the store with no tip. I'm looking for the people ordering as much as I right. hate doing these Instacarts. I want the ones with the big orders. 
Right. That's how you should do if you're trying to grow your dumpling. Don't don't go yeah. for small things. Don't and I know you said this before too. You've told people, oh, you can use dumpling to do, you know, food delivery. Why would you though? I mean, that's just like you would waste as a driver, you would waste more time and effort than you would make. I think I think what I was kind of what I was trying to allude to, and, and I I I don't think Joel will care if I say this, but if you could build that kind of rapport, maybe they could just call you figured out. Right. But I mean, does that make sense to you? Like, I'm not saying maybe put it through the dumpling platform, but right. But if you, if you build a good rapport with somebody, (laughs) could you imagine Steve laying in bed at 10 o'clock at night, you get a client call. Can you go to Wendy's for me? I just put a pickup (laughs) order. Can you go pick that up for me? No, again, but it might be like more, you know, like, right. Hey, I need to feed my whole family tonight. I'm at work, like that kind of thing. Yeah, if if, you, if you're a dumpling customer of mine, sure, we can work out a deal. Well, I felt like this time of the year that just passed would have been the great time for that. You know, I'm having a Christmas right. party, having a New Year's party. Uh, I got this PF Changs. You want to go do this for me? Sure, it's catering basically. Yeah, I mean, there's a, that's a good way to put it. I would I would do catering. There right. you go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, don't get five. I think dumpling is great. If you're going to do any, if you do any type of shopping orders currently, you should be signed up for dumpling. Steve says it's free. I got to do my dumpling this year. You can't, Gary. Did you see on the screenshot I sent you yesterday that? Did you see where it said the? uh, Like, if you look at the top, you'll see the um, the five percent taken out of the grocery total for the customer. So they're only paying five percent above for the dumpling platform. Then I charge 15%. But if you look on my 15%, there's like an amount removed for the, um, of like eight, nine bucks. No, I mean, do you want me to share this? Cause yeah, you can, I don't care. <clears throat> Cause it, this is what you sent me yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically what happened there is I, I made 25 on the shop because I do 15%. Now, if I went to three stores and I do a minimum of 15, so if you order $50 or a hundred, I'm getting 15, anything over a hundred, I'm gonna get 15%. So if you get, send me to three stores, I'm getting 45 bucks. Um, and I do have a client who needs that, but this was my fourth order for this client. This client started off tipping me like $5 second time, like 10. She hates Instacart. Maybe I told Gary, maybe more than me. (laughs) Honestly, I was, I love this lady. Love her. I could not. I mean, she's just like, it is the worst. I'm like, oh my God, you and I could just sit down for a whole afternoon and just rip this thing. Now, Um, now the thing is she, she, Steve did share with me though. He actually saved this lady 40 to $45 off her grocery bill. Because he used online coupons, in-store coupons, things like that that you can't use with like Instagram. She got her gas points. Right. I mean, like I, t- I typed her number in. So she, <clears throat> I went to King Supers or like a Safeway or Crow. King Supers is owned by Kroger. So yeah, King Supers is um, what this is. Yeah. Right. So I went to King Supers and, and, you know, I put her information in. She already had her digital coupons picked out. So here's number one is that. Instacart uses their own pricing index on the groceries anyway. So they do a markup on the groceries. So if you want a can of soup, that can of soup is going to cost more on Instacart anyway. They're, that's And then they have all their service fees. I'm not talking about just that. I'm just talking about the actual bill for the food. They upcharge it. So I saved her the money. I saved her about probably, you know, it was 37 items or something. But I saved her probably... I don't know, $10, $12 on what would have been 
marked up on Instacart, but I also, from her digital coupon, saved her 29 bucks. So her and I actually had a little talk. I didn't just drop her food off. And she she tipped me 25 bucks. She added another 10 after we talked, and she gave me five cash to carry it in. I mean, I made I made $57 in 48 minutes or something. But he also saved her like 60 something dollars from yeah. I mean, both both came out ahead of the So this is my fourth shop with her. She's trusting me to carry it into her house. Now it's now we're talking a different game. I'm not taking a $10 Instacart order with a crap tip. I have a customer that's mine who now is tip me more every time and now really appreciates what I do. And I think that they're still spending the same, probably less than they were probably less. By giving me a fifty dollar tip, I mean it, it's it's insane, and and it's awesome. What I found really awesome is that the customer knows this. Like, I even asked her. I said, "Do you have a family member that does Instagram? Do you know somebody that does Instagram?" She doesn't. Her experience alone taught her. Like, she was like, "These aren't the right prices. What's going on?" Like, after a few times, and she started getting pissed. It's like once I told her about dumpling. Okay, well, yeah. She tried me. She only tipped me five. Yeah, tip him again the second time. Third time did it. Last night she asked me if I could do it. She scheduled it for today, actually, because I didn't have a block. I don't do blocks in the night, but she said, is there any way you could do it tonight? And I, I just got home, so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it right now. And I think that was part of the tip, too, but she went over the top on the tip last night. I mean, like, I was like, okay, this is... And then and and then I, I was laughing because I was telling Gary, I said... She actually asked me, do you mind if I refer you to three or four of my friends? Like, now you're going to business. No, yeah. Before, before, before too long, he's going to be doing nothing but dumpling. That's what I told him. We're going to be like, where's Steve? Like, Sorry, I'll, I'll be there in a second. Uh, <laughs> the show I'll make out some dumpling like, runs. He's going to text me, hey, Gary, can you start it? Because I'm going to be late. I'm doing the dumpling. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing is like, now I'm getting into the intricacies and we can start talking about that on, on future episodes. But like, now I can do a thing that shows people that I'm currently shopping on my blocks. And if they want to add on to that, they can, and it'll contact me in real time. And I can decide if I can handle that too while I'm there. So like while you're shopping, it'll show that you're actually shopping and say, Hey, since you're in the store, you want to do this order for me as well. Is that. Yeah. Or if somebody's even looking for like a first time, but those I probably wouldn't accept, but like, so I was in, you know, like I hit a button when I walk in the store, it, it tells them through the app and she gets her notification. He's started the shop. And all I've told every client or the clients that I do have right now is that, Hey, just make sure that, you know, you don't have to sit there and like stare at the phone, but you know, if you see a alert come up, it means, and they've all, nobody has even blinked. They've all like said, I love this because I'll say they're out of this and I could just take pictures and be like, okay, here's what we got. You know, they're like, Oh, we'll just grab that one then. And I'm not standing around for some reason. Like there's a lot better communication with the customer here, probably because we're, they are my customers and I'm, I'm asking them to be like, well, Hey, when I'm at the store, unless you just want missing items like Instacart does, you know, just kind of keep an eye on your phone. And and you don't have, you don't have to wait for the apps to suggest a substitution or anything like that. So no, I no. In fact, the lady couldn't find 10 items last night. So she just sent me a screenshot from, uh, from her phone of a handwritten thing and said, can you add these 10? I said, yep. (laughs) Like dude, dumpling doesn't care. I can put whatever I want on the card. So 
to see that, Kim. <laughs> so I said, Kim, lo- Kim likes to do the shopping. <laughs> I don't mind shopping. I just don't yeah. like the cart. I, yeah, that, that, that's exactly what I said. Point, I mean, you might as well sign up for a dumpling. Maybe you'll get some few customers in your area. It's free. I'm telling you, Kim, so. if you know one or two people, it would be worth trying. And, and John, same thing. Everybody in the chat, same thing. If you know one or two people, it's worth doing it, trying it out, you know, and, and, and maybe you can even, even if it doesn't grow, like maybe you can still do those one or two and, then, and you'll see the tips grow. Maybe then later you'll put time in, but I mean, look what just happened to me. I did a fourth deliver for somebody. It's been aces every time. Her and I get along very well. Now she wants to refer me to her friends, and she's a big tipper. My guess is her friends are big tippers too. Yep. And and you might be able to do multiple shops all at the same time, and then there's your day's quota. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, you know, like it was a lot of work explaining all this to her when we're getting started and all this. Yeah, it's it's so this is a different app. No, this isn't an app. This is my business. And so like, that's a little different, but actually she really appreciated that, but she'll probably help me out pitching it to her friends because when they come into it, they'll already have a somewhat understanding. Right. Like I heard she, you're going to kick the crap out of the right. Instacart price and, right. yeah. and make my life a lot easier. Yep. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you have to figure that if she's been saving money over the last month on these different things, most people, when they find something, they're going to be sharing that with their friends and their friends are going to be naturally inquisitive. So, yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's a matter of time. I think well, that I, that's, I, I honestly think I, I said that before I started, I think that's how the, it'll either grow or it won't is going to be word of mouth. Right. Well, I mean, and thing is, they're not they're not using an app. They're getting a personal shopper. They're not getting an app. You know, that's yep. that's a whole different ballpark. Yeah. You know, I think the other thing is a lot of these apps have a bad rap from you know from the way they treat their employees. So and they say, oh, it's another app. And if you've used enough apps, a lot of them are kind of the same in a lot of different ways. So, I mean, it's when you know, when you know it's a business, it's and you know it's a you know. A, the classic business, the sole proprietor, the with things that their people are uh, accustomed to associating businesses with, they're going to feel more comfortable with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you guys, that's a wrap. Uh, we will get into the mental challenges story next week. <laughs> I don't know I why I keep, digging this expert. Whole, I keep digging this whole bigger, man. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Uh, always feel free to reach out to me, Steve at rideshirrodeo.com and uh, be safe, earn smart. And, uh, and don't forget about our radio show. tomorrow. Oh yeah. We're back tomorrow. Yeah. It's back tomorrow. First radio show of the year. Uh, Driver nation uh, seven to nine Eastern and guys, that's again, that's a call-in show. And it's, and by that, I mean like, you could literally pick up your phone and call. Like you don't have to deal with StreamYard. You don't have to do, we don't mind if you're on a speaker phone and working. That's the one night that literally don't care. Just call in and, and we make it fun. I mean, we really do. kind of, if you're thinking like, well, it might, is it topical and stuff? It is, but we'll break topic. And uh, I mean, like we're, it's, it's a radio show and it's, it's a different feel altogether than the stuff that we normally do. I think, I don't know. Um, and I think that uh, Tom is a big part of that too, who over at TNC radio, you know, Tom helps steer it that way too. So it's a, he keeps us in the radio realm. And so it's, it's just kind of different and fun. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, 
but yeah, that's all I got. Uh, what do you guys got going on before we leave? Kim? What do I have going on? Um, I have, you know, just kind of the, the regular stuff going on. Videos, shorts, um, community posts, um, lives, you name it. I think it's out there. <laughs> and, and yeah, and Kim's on TikTok too now. She has been for a while, but I'm just pointing it out. Cause yeah. I get on there to do some stuff here and there. And I, I, you know, there's very, not everybody's on it. John's on it too. I don't really see, I don't know if John does I'm, much with TikTok. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be doing more with it this year. So that's okay. one of my 20, 20, 23 goals here. I mean, it's a weird place to hang out, but I'll go, it's like, I'll go there quick and get something done and leave. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm more on YouTube shorts than I am on TikTok just because I'm already doing YouTube, watching YouTube videos. I'm like, let me hit that short yeah. button. And then an hour later, my life is like, oh my gosh. What yeah. 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 But um, yeah. So uh, check out all the channels and uh, make sure to catch us back here next week because we got, you know, obviously we'll have our batch of fun stories, but we're going to talk about Massachusetts. Like, hopefully, I really, if not, it'll be the week after, but I really want to start getting into this a bit. Massachusetts is becoming a little petri dish. Yeah, I'm. 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 You know, it, it, what worries me the most about Massachusetts is that obviously we all know this. That's where Boston is. Boston is not a small city, and unless like AB five carve outs, they're going to try and carve out a city, which that would be impossible. Um, I really am. I'm concerned about how that works. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, you guys have a great weekend and thanks for joining us. And we will see you back here next week on the round table. If not tomorrow night on driver nation. Peace. Peace.